Joining me via telephone today is Sam Hodder. He is the president and CEO of the Save the Redwoods League, where they strive to protect forest and lands, restore forest and lands, and connect people to the Redwood Forest. The League marks its centennial year this year with a series of initiatives that both extend programs already underway and break new ground towards fulfilling the organization's three-part mission to protect, restore, and connect. Here to tell us more, Sam Hodder. Sam, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So let's start with what Save the Redwoods is and what they do. Tell me. Well, Save the Redwoods League, as you mentioned, was founded 100 years ago. We are a nonprofit organization exclusively dedicated to protecting the coast redwood forest and giant sequoia in their natural range and connecting people to their peace and beauty. So we, over the course of our 100-year history, have uh, acquired over 214,000 acres of redwood forest and helped to create 66 redwood parks from the Oregon border down to Big Sur and in the western Sierra foothills where uh, the giant sequoia thrive. Um, So we've helped to create those 66 redwood parks. We have invested heavily in scientific research that has greatly enhanced our understanding of the redwood forest and the natural world. And through our education programs, we have brought thousands of young students into the redwood forest as as a gateway into a broader appreciation of the natural world. So that's a lot of land that you're covering. Do you collaborate with state or federal uh, government to manage and maintain these forests? Yes, indeed. In fact, some of our most treasured redwood forests, um, I'm thinking of Jedediah Smith, Prairie Creek Redwood State Park, Humboldt Redwood State Park right there in Humboldt County. Uh, The land for those parks was acquired by Save the Redwoods League. Uh, in fact, many, if not most, of the redwood parks that we know and love in the state of California today, uh, including old growth, the remnant old growth redwood from the original ancient stand that once defined the California coast, those parks exist and those forests are standing because Save the Redwoods League bought them wow. and conveyed them into public ownership, either state, local, or federal ownership. And in many cases, um, uh, we acquire conservation easements so that the land stays in private ownership, but um, we acquire uh, certain rights that ensure that uh, the land will never be over-harvested or subdivided or developed and stays as redwood forest. This sounds like a perfect marriage between uh, government and nonprofit, and everyone benefits from it, it sounds like. Exactly, and we in California are so lucky. We have... Uh, Uh, the largest state park system in the country, and uh, it is the redwood parks that we help to create that are the backbone and the heart and soul of that California state park system. Uh, So that collaboration with, say, the Redwood League, negotiating the acquisition and then partnering in stewardship over time uh, is a big reason why we have a healthy redwood park system. And that partnership, that collaboration across levels of government um, continues today um, up in Redwood National State Park, for example, which straddles the line between Humboldt and Del Norte County. We're working with California State Parks, 
uh, Redwood National Park and the Yurok Tribe on a um, on an effort to restore the young redwood forest that's in that protected park ownership. Wow, sounds like another great collaboration. Indeed. So we mentioned that uh, Save the Redwoods League has been around for 100 years. There's a centennial vision. Tell me about that and what it entails. Well, the centennial vision is uh, looking back on 100 years of conservation leadership and applying that leadership, that expertise, and that credibility to the challenges of today and tomorrow. And as we think about the redwood parks that we've helped to protect, the old growth groves that we treasure, they are islands surrounded by a sea of young recovering redwood forests. There is still uh, over a million acres of redwood forest that was has been cut down but is trying to grow back. And much of that is um, privately owned and unprotected. So the opportunity to accelerate the pace and scale of conservation, to put whole landscapes of redwood forest on a restoration trajectory to be the old growth of the future, and to reimagine our redwood parks to inspire the visitors of today and tomorrow, and to um, reconnect the California public with their extraordinary redwood parks. That really is the focus of our future, accelerating the pace of conservation, restoring redwood forests at scale, and investing in our, in our redwood parks to re-inspire new generations. Well, let's talk about that other three-part mission to protect, to restore, and connect. Um, that, is, uh, that is a beautiful thing. What are you protecting? I think I have an idea. <laughs> we'll know what you're restoring, but who are you connecting? Ah, uh, well, the, the, the objective is to uh, inspire uh, the visiting public to have California's Redwood Parks be core to the California experience, uh, that we look at the Redwood Forest as a gateway into a broader appreciation of the natural world. They are places of transformation and inspiration. And frankly, the better our park system, the healthier our communities. So we want to make sure that the people of California, uh, across the diversity and spectrum of our population, feel welcome in our parks, um, that, they're, uh, that the resources, when they get there, inspire a transformational experience. Um, many of the parks that we've helped to create have the same infrastructure that was put in in the, de- in the Depression. And much, much of that work is still solid and going strong, but much of the, much of the visitor-serving infrastructure needs to be reimagined to be able to connect with a very different California population. Wow. And I, I am fortunate to say the redwood forest is right in my backyard. Not many people can say that. You know, people travel from miles and miles far and wide to visit our, uh, our ancient treasure, and it's a beautiful thing. You're absolutely right. There are over 31 million people from around the world visit the redwood parks of California every year. Wow. They are a, a bucket list experience, and that's because a forest has been growing here for millions of years. Uh, it is truly uh, an ancient landscape that inspires both peace and perspective and, and beauty. Absolutely. We are almost out of time, but the main reason for this conversation is you're coming to town next week. Tell me about that. I'm going to be speaking at uh, Humboldt State University next Wednesday the 14th. 
Um, it, the doors open at 6.30. It's a, it's a free event. It's uh, going to be a, a lecture about the role of the redwood forest in the conservation movement and how the redwood forest can, ins- again, inspire um, a new investment in our natural resources and our resilience for the future. So it's um, an opportunity to help us celebrate our 100th anniversary, but also, and more importantly, to celebrate the Redwood Forest. And where can we get more information about uh, this lecture and uh, about Save the Redwoods League? We can visit savetheredwoods.org, help us celebrate our 100th anniversary. Uh, There will be information on that, that website about the event and also at the Humboldt State University website. Um, again, no tickets are required. You can just show up. It's a free lecture, and I look forward to seeing the people of the Arcata Eureka community uh, out next Wednesday. Well, I've been speaking with Sam Hodder, the CEO and president of Save the Redwoods League, ahead of his lecture next week at Humboldt State University. Sam, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thank you so much.